Mom Courage, the podcast, questioning norms and finding the real conversation around motherhood, being a woman, and family life. I'm Carrie Promozik, your host. Welcome, Courageous Mamas. Mindset. We all talk about it. Many of us want to improve it, and some of us probably just want to understand it. Well, in this episode, Felicia Webster, Mindset Mastery Coach, will give us some tips and strategies for making the mindset shift, as she says. Felicia has a powerful story and uses her experiences and gifts to live her passion by supporting women on the mindset journey. This episode is a rich conversation around mindset as we talk about self-worth, personal awareness, and a not-to-do list. So, here we go. Welcome, Courageous Mamas. This is Mom Courage. I am your host, Carrie Promozik. Today, we are talking about such an important topic, mindset, with our Mom Courage guest, Felicia Webster, Mindset Mastery Coach. Felicia is a twice-certified mindset coach and life strategist, an IC Agile certified coach, speaker, and author. Her mission is to help women, especially mothers, upgrade their mindset while mapping out and working on the strategy to take their goals from zero to done. This results in a renewed mindset, up-level goals, more money, peace, and the manifestation of their vision board. Felicia has thus far increased her compensation by over 50% within the last few years, purchased real estate for her wealth portfolio, and published a journal titled Overwhelmed to Calm. Felicia is a goal slayer who enjoys yoga, meditation, and reading. She currently resides in the St. Louis area with her husband and three children. Welcome, Felicia. Hey, thank you. That sounds like really, really good. You should do that. (laughs) Are you talking about me? How nice. Yes, that's you. That is you. You sound great. I'm so excited to get going to learn more about you. Yeah, me too. (laughs) All right. So let's definitely do that and let's get started. So let's start with you telling about yourself, your business, your passion, your journey. All right. So me, uh, I would like to say that I have been coaching life. I've been doing life coaching since I was a little, little person, you know, I've always poured Mm -hmm. into other people. I've always been an empath. Um, I've always really liked you know, pouring into other people and uplifting them and seeing them go on to do great things. I'm an old soul. So to say that I've been doing that since I was younger, it's not a weird statement. It's actually pretty accurate. Um, I've been old <laughs> my entire life. It's just the way I am. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I I really, really love, it's my passion and my life's purpose to help my clients speak life into their vision and then lay out the strategy. But what I noticed was that a lot of times with life coaching, and it's become a hot topic now, mindset has, Mm. but um, when I started my business a few years back, it wasn't. And a lot of people were, you know, going through a lot of coaching programs, courses, reading books, and doing all of this work, and they couldn't figure out why they couldn't get unstuck. Mm -hmm. 
And so they were start to think to themselves, like, what's wrong with me? What's going on with me? And it's really like the mindset, like the habitual patterns that you have, that the the tape that plays over and over again in your head, telling you about who you telling you who you are and what it is that you should deserve is what's mm-hmm. really stopping you. And so mm-hmm. for me, I started off, you know, I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna do life coaching because I know that's my passion and my purpose. And, you know, I just kept hearing the message from God to go deeper, go deeper. And so I finally niched down to to mindset. And no matter what I do, I can't move away from the mindset piece of it. I love studying the human mind. I love, you know, digging in, finding out how certain habits are formed and things of that nature. So. Um, that's the 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 businessy side of it. So me, mm-hmm. and when I was a, a, a younger girl, I was put into foster care, and because of a bunch of things, my mother was uh, addicted to drugs. My father wasn't in the picture, and my grandmother was taking care of me, and um, she ended up falling ill, and of course that left me to roam around the, the streets, the ghetto, you know, mm-hmm. by myself as a young lady and I wasn't going to school. So there was truancy, there was all sorts of things going on there. Mm -hmm. And um, there was a few times where I was in juvenile detention. And then finally one day the judge said, that's it. We're going to, you know, send you off to a children's home. So Mm -hmm. um, I became a ward of the state. This was around when I was 11 or 12 years old. And Mm -hmm. it was the worst, the most devastating thing for me. And in order for me to survive that, I I, I did a few things. But one of the things was I connected to God. I started reading the Bible more. Um, Mm -hmm. I started visualizing. I didn't know what I was doing at that time, but I would visualize my life in the future and Mm -hmm. make up a plan of how I wanted to get that done. And this was me at 12 and 13 years old. Told you I'm an old soul. <laughs> yes, yes. So I would visualize how I want my life to be. I wanted a husband and, you know, he had to be a mean guy. <laughs> not <laughs> not the type of guy that was mean to me, but he was super sweet to me, but he was mean in the way mm-hmm. I was thinking mean, but what I really mm-hmm. came to know was protective. I wanted him to be protected mm-hmm. and I wanted to have one, one guy in my life and I wanted to have my children with one person because in my in my family, that wasn't the case, you know, coming from my, my background mm-hmm. and stuff. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I knew I wanted to have, you know, one guy and I didn't want to have my kids at a young age. I set all of that stuff in motion, visualizing that when I was younger and I was using it as a coping mechanism to help me to survive. Now, fast forward yeah. um, a few years later, I ended up, you know, moving away from that because the vision that God had given me, which was of me standing on a stage with a mic in my hand and people for miles and miles to see um, someone actually doing a a conference laid hands on me. And that's the vision I saw. Scared the living crap out of me. (laughs) So I turned around and ran the other direction. And that led to me going into accounting. And then I ended up going into, um, I'm, I'm an engineer now. And eventually it was just like, this would not, not leave me alone. And so it's to the point of where it's like every time I coach someone or I talk to to someone, it lights me up. And mm-hmm. it got to the point of where that fear was no longer a factor because let, let's be frank, fear is going to always mm-hmm. be there. You just have to use it to your benefit. It got to the yep. point where the passion of me wanting to help other women and coach them and that feeling that I get when I'm connecting with them, it mm-hmm. overrode that fear. 
Mm-hmm. And so right now, that's what I'm doing, you know, coaching people and stuff of that nature. But I mean, I could go on and on about all the things yeah. that I've done and, you know, how I came to this purpose, I came to this place of being a goal slayer and helping other women. Mm-hmm. But that's the gist of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have a really powerful story. And when I listen to you tell it, you've lived these challenging things and overcome. And I think I'm hearing you say you took that fear and started making connections yeah. and kind of using that to kind of get you to your better place. Am I hearing that yep, part right? That is correct. Okay. Okay. And I love that you're an old soul, old souls. I think I have children in my house that are old souls. So I love <laughs> an old soul. So thank you for saying that. So, you know, and just how your story goes with where you are now and how you wanted to start working with women. And I think what I wanted to do for a minute here is just, um, I wanted to reread your mission because I really like your mission statements. I'm going to do that here first, um, before we get to our next question here. So this is your mission statement from your intro. I'm just rereading it, everybody. So Felicia does this. This is her mission statement to help women, especially mothers, upgrade their mindset while mapping out and working on the strategy to take their goals from zero to done. This results in a renewed mindset, up-level goals, more money, peace, and the manifestation of their vision boards. So with this mission in mind, which I love, Felicia, I love it. As a mindset coach, share with us a bit like how can moms start navigating mindset? And maybe before you get to that question, maybe take a minute to define mindset. I know most of us know, but maybe like a clear definition before you get into that, would that be helpful maybe for listeners? Yeah. So mindset is like the habitual thoughts, patterns, all Mm -hmm. those things that you have. Uh, mindset is really formed at a very, very young age, right? So yeah. a lot of times when we were saying, you know, we're going to overcome our mindset, we're going to work on our mindset, we really have barely scratched the surface. And that's another thing that I work on mm-hmm. with my clients. I want to get to the root of the problem. You know, we'll talk mm-hmm. and I'll ask question after question after question until there's this aha moment of that's where that came from. That's where it's rooted. Mm-hmm. Um because like I said, mindset is formed when you're a little a little child. It's those things that people tell you are true and are not true. It's that belief mm-hmm. of what it is that you can and cannot do or can and cannot be. It's a, the belief of who you are. It's um, the, the makeup of who you think you are, right? Because a lot of times it's like, mm-hmm. this is who I am. And it's like, no, that's just a, a habit. You know, it's just something mm-hmm. that you've clung to and it's really not who you are. So mindset is all of those things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And as moms kind of dig into understanding mindset, um, you know, and really kind of trying to get that clarity, because I think there's something that those habits that we those thoughts we have, I think that makes important. And as moms are doing that, I know one of the things you talk about is um, the mindset shift. And on your homepage, I saw you have, you are one mindset shift away from your best month, year in life. Can you share some strategies for moms who want to begin making this mindset shift? So the very first thing that I recommend for my clients is you have to pay Mm -hmm. attention to it. A lot of the habitual Mm -hmm. things that we have going on um, and the, the, the textbook definition of a mindset, by the way, is the established set of attitudes held by someone, but Mm. Um, when, when you, the very first thing that you want to do is turn your eyes to it, to pay attention to it. 
Um, a lot of people want to say, oh, well, I'm just going to go in there and start doing stuff. And it's like, how? You don't even know exactly what's going on, where it's rooted, how it started, how it, what's your trigger anyway, if it's a habit. Um, mm-hmm. So you have to pay attention to all these things first. And that's how a lot of mindset sh- um, shifts fail, because a lot of people are thinking that they, they're they not even paying attention to it. They're trying to hide it, right? They're hiding it so well, and that's how it becomes a habit. They're hiding it so well from themselves, from, you know, other people around them, and and they weaved it into what they call their makeup, who they are, right? Mm -hmm. So the very first thing is take a look at it. How is it happening? Why are you doing this thing? Does it make sense? Challenge the good and the bad thoughts that come up in your head and see if it even aligns with where it is that you say that you want to go. Does it really make sense? Mm -hmm. Ask yourself those questions. Yeah. So it's less of a to-do and more of an awareness, like you're saying, a paying attention to what you're, almost like what you're telling yourself in that sense. Okay. So get that awareness going first, less of the, I'm going to do this, this, and that, more just pay attention to what you're telling yourself, what's going on. Right, right, right. Don't get to the to-do just Mm -hmm. yet. Don't even make a to-do list because then you'll get more focused on that than what's actually going on, listening to the habitual thoughts. Don't interrupt anything. Don't judge yourself for Mm -hmm. it either. Just just pay attention Mm -hmm. to what's going on in your mind. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I love that because that's, I mean, isn't that like half the battle for so many of us in so many ways is just paying attention, getting aware of what we're thinking. I think that makes just so much sense. So, you know, you have a positive message of reducing this overwhelm and this, this clutter, right. That gets in the way of so many of us. And so as we're moving through this awareness part, what is life changing about mindset shift? What's the life changing part of that? Oh, what's what the industry is starting to realize now and what I what I mm-hmm. knew, you know, a while back is that mindset mm-hmm. is everything. It's at the base of everything. When you try and start a business, it's at the base of that. When you become a mom and you know how you raise your children, it's at the base of that. When you try and get a new job, it's at the base of that. Mindset is the basis of everything. And if your mindset is not in the right place, it can just tear everything Mm -hmm. down, you know, or it'll make Mm -hmm. it to where it won't last. So mindset is everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love that. Mindset is everything. I feel like that should be a quote <laughs> on the wall, right? Or something. You look, yeah. <laughs> right? So, okay. So when you start really getting that mindset, you have an awareness and you get it straight for you. It is everything because like you're saying, how we're thinking is for all the things gets in our way of maybe doing things or our way of doing things yes. better. Um, yeah. All right. So this feeds right into this, this mindset is everything this perfect mom topic. I want to get oh, into yeah. this with you. So <laughs> for We Courageous Moms listening and any mom out there, this comes up a lot, right? And what is your mindset wisdom on this perfect mom struggle? How do you see this perfect mom thing showing up for people you work with? And just, you know, what is your wisdom on this topic? Um, I work with a lot of moms. That's just, just just who mm-hmm. I attract. So um, my clients tend to be a lot of moms. That's not only who I work with, but um, so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what I what I tell them is your journey doesn't have to look like someone else's journey. There's no such thing as perfect anything, mm-hmm. perfect mom, perfect woman, perfect person. But what we do is we try and 
measure ourselves up to this image that we have in our head. And that's one of the exercises I do with my clients is I take them through just dismantling the image. I say, okay, well, describe to me the image that you have in your mind. Because a lot of times we have this image in our mind about how we want to do certain things. And if it doesn't check off all those boxes and meet those requirements, then we see it as a failure. A lot of times it's black and white mm-hmm. for us. There's no there's no in between. And if we see it as a failure, here comes the judgment, which then comes the, the negative self-doubt and thoughts and all those things. And we continue on that spiral. And meanwhile, we're kicking ass as a mom, you know, we're kicking, you're kicking butt, you know. <laughs> and yeah. yeah, I just want to say, again, there's no such thing as the perfect mom. The, whatever image it is that you have in your head that you're trying to measure up to. I guarantee you that it is extremely unrealistic. Write it out. Write out the story <laughs> and just with just just with a relaxed mindset, read back to yourself what it is that you wrote about how you want your day to go. And then realize how unrealistic that is. Because children in themselves, mm-hmm. they require some flexibility, a lot of flexibility. So so you, yeah. you, you can't be just perfect and have everything. So let me give my example. So for me, I struggled yeah. with, I wanted to have like a schedule. I was just like, you know, yeah. we're going to do this at this time, this at this time. And I would get so agitated if um, the schedule wasn't in order or if like the house was in a certain way. And it's like, I came mm-hmm. acro- across this thing and they were this quote, and she was talking about the quote that if there's clothes in the basket, that means that someone lives here. If there's toys on the floor, that means that someone lives here. There's dishes in the sink. That means that someone lives here. And I knew that I had worked on that mindset enough and told myself that it was okay to be imperfect, be an imperfect mom, mm-hmm. which I am. We're all imperfect. Mm-hmm. Um, I knew I had overcame that mindset when I walked in my house. Sorry. I walked in my house and there was stuff everywhere. <laughs> and I said, <laughs> they live here. People live here. Because I love them and I want them here with me. So it's like, mm-hmm. there's no such thing as a perfect mom. Do If you wake up and you do your very best, that is good enough, mom. Yep. Yep. And, you know, I have to just do a personal note here to connect with you for a minute. The scheduling thing was definitely my strength yeah. for years. I thought yeah. the same thing. We must have a certain strength. It must be clean. Now, I've worked through a lot of that stuff because mm-hmm. I get it. But you're right. I love this thing about someone lives there. If there's there's laundry and a mess, the people you want to be with are living there. What yes. a great message. But I think we get caught up in that, that it shouldn't be that way. Everything should be a certain way. Uh, plan A should happen. You know, and if it doesn't, it doesn't feel good. That kind of thing. But these kids and our life and our living, they do change yes. those things. And that can get in the way with our thinking. We're not doing it perfectly right, enough, right. right? Right. So so what do you suggest? If moms are really struggling with this perfect mom thing, maybe that's their mindset. You know, they're really stuck in that perfect mindset thing of the perfect mom. What are things that you suggest to kind of move beyond it or address it or tackle it? First of all, I would recommend that they figure out what their saboteur is. So there, there are different types of saboteurs. There's a judgment saboteur um, that I know that I've struggled with for sure in the past and even even now mm-hmm. to this day, you know. Um, yeah. Me too. And there is a, there's a few other saboteurs that I can't think of off the, off the top of my head right now. But figure out what your saboteur mm-hmm. is 
and then mm-hmm. figure out the best approach for you using that. But one of the things that I would say that will work for almost any mother is go on strike. <laughs> go okay. on strike. Make it really yeah. fun. Write, write up a whole strike note. So let me tell you how this whole thought came about. Yeah, I was um, doing everything for my husband and my children because I thought that's the way that to love them, right? I thought in order to be the perfect yeah. wife and the perfect mother that I had to do everything. I had to cook, I had to clean, work, um, did do the laundry, all these things, make sure that the children were tended to, go grocery shopping, all these things, right? And mm-hmm. one day I was just so overwhelmed. Well, not day, it was it was a while. I was so overwhelmed and finally it just bubbled up and I got to work one day and I was just completely irate. And I sent my husband this Mm -hmm. long email and I said, here, I am on strike. Here are my terms. And I told him, Mm -hmm. I will not do this. I will not do that. I will not do the laundry. I will not go grocery shopping. You can go to the store Mm -hmm. yourself. You have to figure Mm -hmm. it out. I will not do this. I will not do that. And Mm -hmm. after I sent the email, I was like, whew, I feel better. But then it's, you know, Mm -hmm. the thought came of, but you're capable. You're, you are, you are, um, what is the word I'm searching for when you're, 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 you're to be held accountable as well. And here's why, not from a self-judgment standpoint, because we we don't want to bring the judgment Mm -hmm. sabotage in here. You're, you're Mm -hmm. held accountable from this standpoint as well, because you allow this to happen. You have to be really mm-hmm. clear mm-hmm. about what it is that you need as a person from your family. And that is okay. Mm-hmm. So I did the strike, but then I said, you know what? I need to have a conversation. So I sat down with him and I said, here is what I need from you. I need you to do this. I started to teach my kids how to make their own sandwiches, started teaching them how to do their own mm-hmm. laundry. And that's helping them. You know, it's not, mm-hmm. it's helping them become yeah. more capable, you know, functional members of society to teach them how to do these things and I got so much of my time and my peace back now here's what you're going to struggle with when you go on strike you're going to struggle with not doing Mm -hmm. anything right that's going to be the biggest Mm -hmm. thing Mm -hmm. especially for those moms Mm -hmm. who have the mindset that they've tied their sense of self-worth to the things that they do for other people Yep. Right. And the things they do yep. in general. So if your sense of self-worth is right. tied to that, you're going to feel really crappy for a little while. But mm-hmm. sit there. Mm-hmm. Just take a deep breath. Let mm-hmm. let the house be a mess for a moment and just take a deep breath mm-hmm. and figure out. Mm-hmm. Now, after you've taken your strike, you've taken a deep breath, you've letting mm-hmm. everything just just go for a little while. I want you to write a not to do list. What are you mm-hmm. not going to do? Are you not yeah. going to do the laundry? Cool. Are you not going to cook? Cool. Let's order a, a some some sort of meal service or something like that. You need to get your piece back. Right. It is not tied to your sense of self-worth, how much you do around the house. It's not tied to how much they love you, what you do for them. That's not how this works, right? It's mm-hmm. unconditional. So you get yeah. to decide. So if you're struggling with measuring up to this perfect mindset of this mindset of this perfect mom, Dismantle it completely Mm -hmm. and make your own image of what you think that mom should be. And it doesn't have to look like, here's the kicker. It doesn't have to look like the Instagram mommies that you see, you know, with the perfect kids Mm -hmm. sitting on their hip Mm -hmm. and they're taking a picture, Mm -hmm. they're smiling, their hair is done, the kids' hair is done. Unrealistic. 
the background's pristine. No. Um, it doesn't have to measure right. up to that. It doesn't have to measure up to your mom. If your mom was just home, you know, baking cookies and all these other things, and that type of thing just makes mm-hmm. you go, oh, I don't want to do that. Don't. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Buy the cookies. Let go of this self-judgment. Mm-hmm. You know, the self-judgment piece is the biggest thing. And that's what the reason why I make you take a strike, because it's like that's going right. to bring up the most. And, you know, you sitting there in it and paying attention to what sort of things come up. Remember that awareness piece that will make you realize, okay, this is insane. Like this, all these thoughts are in my head because a toy is in the floor. It's crazy. So Mm -hmm. that's what I would Mm -hmm. recommend if you're really struggling with that. So I thank you for that. And I love that. I feel like you were somehow new past part of my story, (laughs) Felicia. I know we have not talked about me like that so I you are definitely speaking to me I have had these experiences you're talking of the um going on strike thing because it's your your list of not to do you're you're giving yourself permission to not do all the things and define yourself worth as all the things you do but at the same time you're inviting your family your children to engage in some things they need to learn to do anyway I mean, that just totally, I'm, I'm really, I'm laughing that you said about the lunches. Like that was a big thing a couple of years ago for my kids. You know, if we needed, you know, we moms, we can make 30 lunches by 7 a.m. if we need to, right? But can our kids do that? Can they make their own lunch? Do you know that kind of thing? So I love that you brought that up. And this not to-do list, I think I'm going to make a not to-do list now that you've said that. Like just, and other people take over for those not to absolutely so for me I struggled like I said for the longest of time you know hiring out things and um because I thought Mm -hmm. that you know but and it and even when I was talking with one of my clients I was like well you get someone to clean get someone because I had worked on that already I was Mm -hmm. past that point I said you get someone to clean you get someone to cook for you and she's like well right how are you supposed to take care of the house you take care of the house by taking care of you Mm -hmm. if you're not okay your house is not okay Mm -hmm. You cannot be okay doing mm-hmm. all the thousands of things. So, yeah, definitely hire out. Mm-hmm. Giving yourself permission again to just get yeah. some help. Like, you know, just to, that's yeah. okay too. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So do the go on strike and do the not to do list and just engage people and others that you may need to hire to help you because. Get taking care of ourselves really helps us and also gets over that that perfect mom issue. I love the strategy. Love it. All right. So here on Mom Courage, I always ask two questions. So we're going to get okay. to those now. Here's the first one. Based on your experience, what is the real conversation behind mindset? Um, so based on my experience, the real conversation um, behind mindset, hmm. Let me think about that. Yeah, think about it. Like what? I mean, you've said so many things. I think you've kind of answered it. But, you know, what is that real thing behind it that um, really is the most important part? That kind of piece of it. I think. Where is it? Like, almost I think like- definitely the most important piece of mindset is mm-hmm. that, again, yeah. it doesn't your your journey with you know, overcoming some things that you have, your habitual thought patterns and things doesn't have to look like anybody else's, right? We get this, we want this cookie cutter thing. And I see a lot of people online, they, they have this, and I, I have a, a, a process that I go through with each client, 
but it's never, mm-hmm. never like so cookie cutter and I'm clinging to that process for dear life. I let mm-hmm. them flow through mm-hmm. it and I, you know, I guide them and give them techniques and things. I I, and I see mm-hmm. so many people online saying, okay, what's step A, B, and C? You know, and you get yes. so lost mm-hmm. in the ABC step and checking off the boxes mm-hmm. that you forget that mm-hmm. it, make it your own journey, flow through it and enjoy the journey. Enjoy the journey. You know, yeah. that's what mindset is. All The real conversation is about mindset for me is make it your own. You don't have to mm-hmm. do just because your friend went to therapy and did A, B, C, and D doesn't mean that it's going to necessarily work mm-hmm. for you. The real conversation is make exactly. it your own. Yes, it, that makes so much sense. We all think exactly what you're saying. We all think mindset's supposed to be A, B, C, D. Do this and that and your right. mindset will be straight. But the reality you're saying is it's not. It's it's everybody's is different. Everybody's journey right. is different. And meditation yes. is not always yes. the answer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's other yes, strategies yes. too right <laughs> but that goes back to what you were saying before just because one person is doing A is meditation doesn't mean that's going to work for everybody and getting real clear yeah. on that yeah okay so let's go to this next question so what is the norm so here's the one we can challenge here meaning like many of us think mindset is blank and we kind of started with this a second ago we, but really mindset is this and it might piggyback on what you just said a lot of people think mindset um and 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 that's shifting now in the in the industry but a lot Mm -hmm. of people think mindset is like deep science and a lot of people equate it with therapy Mm -hmm. and um and sometimes some people may tag a little bit of some spiritual in there and they and they see it Mm -hmm. as a black and white in either of those spaces but the truth is mindset yeah. is none of the above and all of those things, right? It is mm-hmm. so much more than that. It is who who you think you are and, you know, how you were raised. It's your spirituality, yeah. your connection to source. It is what you tell yourself on a day-to-day basis, what you know and believe that you can have and all of those things. It's all of those things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love that you said yeah. it's none at all. I love it. Like, yes. And that kind of is yeah. almost freeing because, you know, we think it's all these things, but really it's just, it's more freeing because it's kind of all the things, you know, we can't get so caught up back to that. You can't get caught up in the ABC. Right, right. Must do this. Right. I love it. Yes. That, oh, that makes so much sense to me. Okay. So what I want to do now is have you take a moment to just tell anybody listening today or, you know, as, as we go forward, not really right this second, but Kelly, you know, where can we find you? Um, you know, if someone's listening and they want to engage with you um, in some of your work, where can they find you? What's your website, your socials, that kind of stuff. And of course I will put this um, into the show notes, anybody listening, so you can see it visually as well. Where can we find you? The best you? place to find me is on Instagram. Right. So you can find me on Instagram, Felice Webster. Mm-hmm. If you're more into Facebook, you can send me a friend request to my personal mm-hmm. page. I don't I don't mind. I have nothing to hide there. Um, it, it'll be a little mm-hmm. bit more personal stuff there, but um, still, mm-hmm. still the same person. Mm-hmm. I'm the same everywhere. Um, like I said, Felice Webster. Mm-hmm. I'm on Clubhouse as well. Mm-hmm. Same name, Felice mm-hmm. Webster. Mm-hmm. Um, my okay. website is gqmconsulting.solutions. I'm also building a website under my name, feliciwebster.com. So that'll be up here soon. Mm-hmm. But 
like I said, the main place to find me is on Instagram. But I'm everywhere. <laughs> great. And I have to tell you, everybody, I love your Instagram. You get on and just like pop in and have these great motivational things Thank to you. say. And you have this nice style about how you talk. And so if you're listening, check out Instagram. Because really, Felicia, you do have this great way and a great message. And I think that's exciting when we get on social media yeah. to find some good stuff. Um, some motivating things. And I think that you would be one of those people. So everybody check Felicia at on Instagram and I will put it in the show notes so that you can click on it and find it easily. All right. Well, thank you, Felicia. You have really just been inspiring and informative about mindset. It's just, it's been great to hear. Thank you so much for having me. I really do appreciate the time. Time is one of the most precious things that we have. You can't get it back. So anytime someone spends some time with me, I'm super grateful for that. So thank you. Yes, thank you. This has been a great way to spend some time today. So everybody, that's it. Thank you for being here, Courageous Moms. Have a great day. Thank you for listening to Mom Courage, the podcast. I would love to hear from you courageous moms. So send me a message through Anchor. The link is in the episode notes or find me at my website, www.courageouslivingforyou.com. The link is also in the episode notes. That's it. You got this courageous mamas.